Welcome to So Says Rick. Mostly True Stories by Rick Hall. Hello there, folks, and welcome to episode 22, I believe, of So Says Rick. I know what you're thinking. Where's Laura? I'm thinking the same thing. Actually, she's sick. She's not feeling very good today, so I'm flying solo, which is so weird. And to even make it weirder, this is kind of our Valentine's episode, even though Valentine's was closer to last episode. But truth be told, I was working on a story and was not done with it until just a couple days ago. So that's going to be our story. But I will give you the heads up that Laura will be involved in this episode because at the end, I'm going to put on one of her songs about love. So there. Now a little bit of setup for my story. And the reason I kind of labored over this story was because it is the actual love story of my mom and dad, how they met. I know the facts of the story, like where they were and what they were doing and who they were with, but I don't know how they got to where they were when they met, and I don't know the dialogue and, uh, you know, the details. I filled all that in with my mom's permission. So here it is, Roy and Jenny, a love story. Roy didn't think it was a very good idea when his brother Bob said, Why don't we head over to the roller skating rink in Georgeville Friday night? There's always lots of girls to meet there. You see, Roy was a terrible skater, and he was worse at meeting girls. Bob, on the other hand, was good with girls and a pretty decent skater. Truth be told, he was good with people in general. Years later, that quality would get Bob elected to the office of county clerk, but for now, it was just about meeting girls, and that was hard for a couple of farm boys whose dad thought anything but work and church was frivolous. Since Bob didn't want to go alone, Roy finally gave in, and Friday night they headed south to Jerseyville. As soon as they got their skates on, Bob was out on the floor. He wasn't the best skater out there, but he looked confident and in control. Roy, on the other hand, managed to stumble and bumble around the rink twice. He fell so often that each lap took forever. After the second lap, he headed for the carpeted area where he could at least walk without falling. He aimed for the exit, but at the last minute he lost his balance, slammed into the wall, and landed flat on his back. With other skaters quickly approaching, he opted to crawl to safety. Once he was on the carpet, he got his feet under him and he rose to stand. He caught his breath and tried to walk casually to the table where he and Bob had left the root beers. Earlier that same day, while Bob was still trying to talk Roy into going with him, Jenny took a break at work and called her friend Snooky. Dolores was Snooky's real name, but it was the fifties and nicknames like Babs, Duke, and yes, Snooky were commonplace. As Jenny expected, it didn't take much to convince her friend to get on board. Hey, Snooky, let's go skating tonight. Pick me up at six. Jenny hung up the phone and went back to work. She was the director of the bacteriology lab at Alton Memorial Hospital. When the hospital wanted to update and modernize, they hired Jenny to set up the new lab and run it. 
There were some raised eyebrows when the hospital director, Ted Simmons, picked her over several qualified male applicants. More than one person suggested that he had hired her because of her good looks and figure, which she indeed had. But Ted said, more than once, Virginia got straight A's through college and was always on the dean's list. Her degree is in bacteriology with a minor in chemistry from the University of Illinois, for crying out loud. She's the most qualified person for the job. But what put her above the rest of the applicants during the interview process was the fact that she was a good talker. To Simmons, all the applicants seemed like they stepped out of a black-and-white TV set. Everything about them was just shades of gray. Earlier that year, Mr. Simmons had purchased a Victor RCA color television. There weren't many shows in color, but when one did come on, it was amazing. And that's what he was looking for, someone amazing. When Jenny walked into the room, the interview was in color. Not only was she qualified, but when he asked her what her hobbies were, instead of staring at him like a deer in the headlights, she rattled off a list. I play piano and organ at the Baptist Church. I'm pretty good at tennis and swimming, and I love to go roller skating. I'm good, too. I got my own skates. In no time, Jenny had the new lab set up and functioning. Within a month, Mr. Simmons had to hire an assistant for her because all the doctors in the area wanted their lab work done at Alton Memorial. That Friday night, when Jenny and Snooky pulled up in the parking lot of the skating rink, there were already two rows of cars. "'Ooh, there's going to be a lot of boys tonight, Jenny,' Jenny said. "'What are you looking for in a man?' Oh, I have one requirement. What's that? He has to be breathing. They both laughed. What are you looking for, Jenny? I don't know yet, but I'll tell you when I see him. The air was thick inside the skating rink. There were a lot of sweaty people, and all the folks at the bar area were smoking cigarettes. Snooky and Jinny found an empty table as far away from the smoke and booze as they could get and sat down to strap on their skates when Snooky noticed two cups of soda sitting on the table. One had a straw in it. Ooh, our lucky day. Two ice-cold soda pops waiting for us. Don't you dare, was all Jinny got out before Snooky grabbed the drink with the straw and took a big pull. Snooky made a face and plopped the cup back on the table. Yuck! Root beer! Root beer's not bad. What's bad is that you just drank from a stranger's straw. That's a great way to get sick, you know. Mono is going around and it's transmitted orally. It's a kissing disease. You can't get it from drinking somebody's root beer. Yes, you can, honey. How do you know? I'm a bacteriologist. I know. Well, if I'm going to get mono from a straw, I hope that straw belongs to a cute boy. Their conversation was interrupted by the sound of someone slamming into the wall out on the rink. The girls looked up just in time to see Roy crawling onto the carpeted area. On his hands and knees, Jenny thought he'd look like a clumsy little boy, but when he stood, he clearly was a man. With his skates on, he was well over six feet tall. He wore jeans and a short-sleeved shirt that fit snugly over his broad chest, and the short sleeves were rolled up enough to reveal his powerful biceps. 
He walked straight over to the table and looked at the two girls. I'm sorry. I left our drinks here. Let me get them out of your way. Oh, shoot. This is your table. We'll move, Jenny said. No, you stay put. We can stand over at the rail over there. Snooky piped up. Is your girlfriend out there skating? Nope, I'm here with my brother Bob. He picked up the two root beers, and before Jenny could warn him, he took a big drink out of the cup with a straw. He clomped over to the rail, sat down the drinks, and turned his attention to the rink just as Bob skated by, going backwards. Snooky leaned over and whispered in Jenny's ear, That one's breathing. Without hesitation, Jenny said, He's taken. By who? Me, Jenny said. She pointed to Roy. That's my type. The two girls headed out to the floor and started skating. Every time Jenny passed by Roy, she'd try to catch his eye by doing something fancy, but he didn't seem to notice. Snooky was busy flirting with every other guy on the floor, but at one point she took a break and cruised up beside Jenny. Stop trying so hard. You're going to scare him off. I'm not trying anything. You mind your own beeswax. Suddenly the lights in the rink dimmed and a voice crackled over the PA. It's ladies' choice. Come on, gals, pick yourself a man. Jenny wasted no time. She cut across the middle of the rink straight over to Roy, and with a precision turn, she skidded to a stop right in front of him. Hi, I'm Virginia Bond. Um, Roy Hall. Would you skate with me? It's ladies' choice. Oh, I'm not too good. Yeah, I saw you hit the wall and crawl off the floor a little while ago. You'd probably be better off asking my brother, Bob. He can really skate. I don't want to skate with him. I want to skate with you. And with that, she pulled him out to the rink and they skated. Well, kind of. Roy slipped and dipped so much he had to hold on to her to keep from falling, and he almost took her down a couple times. Jenny immediately noticed that his hands were rough and strong. She could tell he had the hands of a real man, not like the boy Snooky was skating with. And even though he was about as graceful as a cow on ice, Jenny found it charming. After Lady's Choice, the lights came back up, and Jenny guided him safely back to the carpeted area. Roy collapsed in a chair at the table. He was exhausted from the three laps around the rink, but he was also beat up emotionally. He liked this girl, but the lady's choice skate had shown her what a loser he was. You're hot and sweaty. Let me go get your drink, Jenny said. Um, okay, thanks. As she skated off, he thought, oh my gosh, she's so good she can skate on carpet. But when Jenny passed the rail where the two root beers were sitting, he realized getting the drink for him was her excuse to escape. He was crushed. Roy knew his exhibition on the skating rink had been the nail in his own coffin. He decided that he would find Bob, say he was tired, and to go hang out in the truck until Bob was ready to leave. He removed the skates, pulled on his church shoes he had worn for the evening, and stood up only to find himself face to face with Jenny. She had two drink cups in her hand. 
I'm sure your drink was all watered down by now. I got you a fresh root beer. Oh, thanks. How do you know I like root beer? Roy Hall, I realize we just met, and I don't know you very well, but I think I know what you like. Well, I hope that was a fair depiction of my mom and dad's relationship, how it started. And it was at the roller skating rink, and dad was a terrible skater. Mom said he he almost pulled her down on the floor numerous times. So it was a sweet story, and so innocent. What is an innocent time back then? It's interesting for me as a son to consider my mom and dad as a romantic couple. They were, and I know they were. I remember when we were kids, they would kiss in the kitchen. Like dad would come in from work and mom would be in the kitchen working and he would come up behind her and and give her a hug and they would kiss. And all three of us kids would go, ooh, ah, ah. (laughs) As a matter of fact, Laura and I had an experience with that a couple of months ago when we mentioned to one of our daughters that with the empty nest, then we can walk around the house naked if we want to. And it just was appalling to our daughters to think that we would do that. Maybe it's appalling to our audience. I don't know. And if Lori was here, she would be the barometer to tell me whether that's appropriate or not. But she's not here. So it's said and it's out there. And speaking of Laura... You know, it's funny, when I started this podcast, I did ask Laura if she wanted to be my co-host, just for the heck of it. I had no idea how much I needed her, and I miss not having her this week. She'll be back in the next episode, I'm sure, but yeah, it makes me appreciate my wife not having her here for one episode. So to end out the show, I think it's only appropriate that we do one of Laura's songs. We did talk about this, she and I. And a lot of you remember our old band, The Sweet Potatoes. And we had a song that would just be perfect for this episode. So we're going to play that song. But before we do, I just want to say, I'm not late with Valentine's Day. I'm just making the love last. Wow. I said that with a straight face. (laughs) Oh, well, thanks for listening. Tune in again, and here's the sweet potato song that Laura wrote called Your Love. Your love makes my heart sing like a bluebird on the wing. Your love is sweet to me, just like honey to a bee. I never some more. Your love makes me jump for joy like a kid with a brand new toy. Your love makes my heart fly like a kite up in the sky. I took a chance on this romance when I fell for you. Since the Sing like a bluebird on the wing Your love 
Joy 